As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. It's episode 294, and we are back with some of the worst movies you've ever seen. In your entire life. Worst movie ever. Pure garbage. (laughs) Now, maybe one of them might be salvageable, but which one is it? This week, we're going to be watching the hot, steamy clumps of franchise wonder called The Mangler 2. From 2001 and The Mangler Reborn from 2005. Which one is the hunkiest, most peanut filled, corn shelled, fucking filled piece of shit ever made? Hmm. One of. Or both. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me wonder, like, just how far we're going to go down the rabbit hole. (laughs) God, I hope we don't go too far. I'm surprised we're alive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised I wasted my time. Yes, my life has been tested. And I, just before we were recording, too, I, I think it's because, you know, Windows is pushing their Windows 11 update now, and I use Windows 10. And ever since, you know, they start getting real sloppy and start pumping out all these, like, fucking hybrid fucking updates for their fucking cross between Windows 11 and Windows 10, and then they, they put their C team or maybe Z team on the updates, and they don't pay attention to the, hey, don't touch other people's settings settings thing. Mm-hmm. And they fucked all of my audio up, so I've been having a nightmare the past, like... Hour. <laughs> no, days. <laughs> days. Literally, someone donated hundreds of dollars to me on the po- on the fucking stream the other night, and I didn't even hear it because I didn't. My settings are so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to punch. I know it's it's not even his fault, but I just want to punch Bill Gates right in his Adam's apple, and then like make him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm okay. losing my fucking mind over here. I swear to God, Windows, leave people's settings alone. Yes, I know, I know. Amateur mistake, Alex. You shouldn't have fucking updated. Yeah, you do updates? That's what I hear from people. It's like, yes, because for the most part, they're mostly helpful. It's just that one out of the blue. I thought you weren't supposed to do the updates when they first issue them. You're supposed to wait a few weeks so they can work out the kinks. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I've not had a single problem with their updates. Not once. But today, just this past week, well, it was now a nightmare. You have, so and I no rolled them back. I, I took, I d- uninstalled the most recent update, and bam, everything was back to normal. I was there like, "Holy go. shit! Look at that! What do you know?" Anyway, so enough of me whining. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's going on this week, Christina? What have we been dealing with? Don't forget, we got to talk about Christian. For the sponsor. Ooh. Oh. Well, technically, so Christian, guys, just a few weeks ago, Christian did the music for our new intro that you've heard now. That is a part of our whole new thing, our whole fucking feel and vibe and everything. And he did a wonderful job and we love it. And we want to help him out because he did it as a favor to us. And I want to let you guys know if you're a production person, if you're a podcaster or, you know, a hobbyist fucking songwriter and you use like and you make music and stuff like that. Christian has a tone pusher website. It's called tonepusher.com that you can get a ton of sounds for to get your next masterpiece underway that you can use royalty free that will not have any problems with you using them. They are great sounding samples. He's an amazing engineer. And if any of you podcasters out there that are listening to this show, because I know we know quite a few are looking to spice up maybe a segment song or have something, Christian is really good at what he does and he will work with you till you are happy and, uh, you know, just listen to what he, he does. You can already see for yourself that he knows a thing or two about a thing or two. So if you guys are interested, please consider going to TonePusher.com to support him for helping us out. And also, if you're looking for some work, I can get you in contact with him. Just hit me up. What, what else have we been doing this week? Well, we started Sandman. We haven't finished it yet, though. Oh, that's right, because I fell asleep on two episodes. Yeah. Let's see. The president is trying to sell nuclear codes. What else do we got? There's other things. Went to the dentist. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's more important. I'm we definitely watched more interested. Sandman. Yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Hopefully it'll be my last uh, my last time this year. Wait, cause... again? Wait, when are you going to go again? Uh, January. Yeah, she's, she's making it seem like it was worse than I had. Well, you know, it's just the basic stuff, but it was so much, you know, my insurance wouldn't cover oh, it. Oh, I so feel for like, you. I don't like it either, but, you yeah, know. I didn't like it. <laughs> I wasn't there as long as last time, though, because last time I was there, what, five hours? I was only there an hour this time. Right, right, yeah. Well, it seemed like a lot longer because I was at home. Right. But it was early in the morning that you went. What happened that morning? I remember something... I hadn't slept much. That's what it was. Well, that's every day. Uh, <laughs> no, I sleep too much or not enough. It's it's always like I'm in between, you know? Oh, not was, off. It's all the same to me. Yeah, thanks. I love it. I really do. <laughs> it's one of the best things in my life right now. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for bringing it up. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we, uh, we're uh, Christina's birthday is coming up, guys. Yep. It's going to be coming up here this uh, soon. I'm actually able to get her a birthday present this year <laughs> yeah. instead of just like nothing <laughs> doing the dishes. I've been doing the dishes for too long. Well, you should be doing now that Now I have the nothing time. to give her, you know? So <laughs> I guess I'll take out the trash. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, no, what do you want to do for your birthday? I don't know. This is one of those things. My, you know, birthdays aren't a big deal to Dude, me. Dude, I was going to get her a fucking gift, and I was like on fucking line <laughs> last night. My wish list. See, we're just going through my wish list. It's going through her wish list. It's just like an old, like, like abandoned fucking, like, memory, uh, dead memories. Like, she had the, you know, the pandemic thing, card holder. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this relic? Just in case you needed it, you know? Why didn't you get the upgrade for the monkey pox? Actually, anyway. I, I, actually, I got... I got one, so I just didn't delete the other one that was on my wish list. Oh, <laughs> so you hid it from me or something? No, oh, I, okay. I bought like a whole new wallet thing, remember? Uh, no, I don't. Because I do the envelope stuffing, so I bought this whole intricate and then- So people a, were like designing like wallets? Yeah, and then there's a slot for your card. Oh my God. You know? 
just in case. Do you have a smallpox vaccine? Because they stopped giving them out in 1973. I don't know. Smallpox. I think so. I think you could I do it they, if you wanted to. I think my parents did. Oh, okay. My parents didn't. I don't remember. Smallpox. I, I don't know. My, I have my polio. 73? Yeah. I wasn't even alive yet. I know. So. That's what I'm saying. They stopped uh, mandating the smallpox in 1973. Right. So that's kind of... Like, Are you talking about shit. polio? No, I'm talking about smallpox. Because they refound polio again recently. Yeah, in the wastewater in New York. Yeah, great. <laughs> Life is having a blast with us, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so did you see anything else on my wish list? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'll try to find a new husband, but I don't think they're going to come. Maybe there's a plastic one we can find. That's... Oh, can we find one? <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> yeah! No, just kidding. Can we find one that actually cooks dinner? Hey, I cook dinner. You just cook it better. Uh, shut up. It was a joke. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I even want it. I don't need see anything. See what I mean? Do you see what I mean, guys? Actually, it's impossible. Oh, you know what? I know. She doesn't know like, do. she likes movies, but she doesn't like to, well, she likes to collect them like vicariously through me some weird reason. There's some purses. Backstitch oh. Bruja. What are they like seven hundred dollars? Because I can't well, do that. No, not that much. Why do they have to be that expensive? expensive. Because, Why? Because they're like it's like a small business. I can get a coat designed. for half the price of those goddamn. Oh things. my! They did. They she did the Midsommar purse. You know the. You don't the, even like that movie. I know, but I'm just saying as an example. And then she did a uh, a red rum purse where it's the door and you open it up and the patterns inside. It's really cool. Right. Well, we're not going to be. First of all, there's two reasons why I'm not getting you know Midsommar purse. Okay. One, it she is, burned like, her boyfriend in the fucking movie. Oh, maybe you should give me two. A, <laughs> you didn't even like the movie. I didn't so, like the movie, and it's probably far too fucking expensive. You're like, hmm, maybe I should no, get this. No, I'm just this. saying it's a cute. It's okay. a cute purse. Well, how much are we talking here? I don't know. It's like 150 or something. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean. I know I never got my horror toad either. I make money, but not a lot. You know what I mean? Hey, man, purses are good. Purses are expensive, okay? (laughs) Okay? I don't know. I mean, do you want a purse that holds money or do you want a purse that doesn't hold money? Because there ain't going to be no money left to hold in the purse. (laughs) So I'll just. How about a paper bag and I'll I'll just draw happy birthday on it? Well, it's probably what I'm going to get anyway. There you go. It keeps your <laughs> shit dry for a little while. It's not waterproof. Could but you put it's... money in that bag, please? I mean, yeah, I can put money in that bag. Yes. As long as it's not $150. <laughs> I've seen what you do with purses. This is why I'm giving you flack. Oh, because I resell them? <laughs> yeah. You Not only do you resell them, but you'll wear them for like a week and never touch it again. Well, you should at least give me that Heaven's Gate patch so I can put it on my, my, my right. purse. Well, right. Well, maybe now. I'll get you a blanket and a purple blanket and some like Nikes. What are the, what kind were they? I would do it. Would yeah. The, a... They were the Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> or were they We're going to go Heaven's no, Gate. Let's go all the way. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it. Let's cut our genitalia off and fly the comet, huh? <laughs> If any of you guys out there in Heaven's Gate are listening, shout out. You guys are rocking out in the free world now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There are some people still left, and I just Yeah, there it. is. They're like, man, we really missed that fucking... They, we missed the fucking rocket, dude. I should have cut my dick off. <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop. All right, guys. So I think it might be it might be that time. Oh God! What time is it? Four shots.
All right, guys. So we decided to pick the Mangler, the third one called Mangler Reborn. The Mangler Reborn, which has a special somebody in the movie who's a killer. He gets possessed by a machine, starts killing people with mallets. I am the machine. He is the machine. I am the machine. Well, Christina, you can't even say it with me because that's what I was going to say afterwards. Oh, nope. Not take a shot. Nope. <sighs> anyway, as I was rudely interrupted, his name is Hadley Watson, and he's a murderer. So we decided to make a drink called a Happy Hadley, and uh, it's in fuego. Mm -hmm. It's in fuego because we're using the, what is the Cheeto one called? Flaming Hot. We're using the flaming Hot Cheeto because we still have some. Mountain Dew. Which we could probably sell a can of that for like 10 bucks. Well, I don't think so, but okay. You never know. Anyway, we got flaming Hot Mountain Dew with vodka, two parts equal, however many shots you want to pour. So if you want to pour one shot, you're going to pour, you know, half a shot of vodka. Or if you wanted to make it stronger, three-fourths of a shot like I did. And a little splash, you know, a fourth of the Mountain Dew. At the bottom of your shot glass, you're going to do that separately in another glass. At the bottom of your shot glass, you're going to put a little lime and some tapatio or hot sauce of your choice. Hotter the better. And then you pour in your Mountain Dew vodka mix on top right away. Ew. Slam the drink down and I am the machine. <laughs> you want me to get you some Tums for that heartburn? That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Your face doesn't say so. I Just because there was a lot of things going on in my mouth right then and there. <laughs> I haven't had that much fun in my mouth since college. <laughs> there was this one football party that I went to. and Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not too bad, actually. I, I kind of liked it. If you like spicy stuff, and you know... Um, honestly, the, the, the Mountain Dew stuff is kind of weak sauce when it comes to the fire... Right. That's why I was like, hmm, maybe I should spice it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the lime and the uh, tapatio went pretty well with the vodka and the um, flaming hot sauce. Mm -hmm. It actually makes it taste more like a flaming hot drink. Mm -hmm. And some flaming hot, you know, right. shot. Right. So, yeah, delicious. If you want to try it, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section right now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So now it's time to dive into one of the loggiest logs oh, that we've ever logged in our logging human lives. And I mean, like taking logs of like, you know, like to the logging store captain's log, you know, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I heard these jokes are yeah, really they're out of control. <laughs> they're like today. dad jokes now. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's like I feel like I'm being ascended into heaven <laughs> like that. <laughs> that fucking TikTok. <laughs> Anyway, I think it's that time to jump into our flesh and potatoes of the Mangler franchise with the Mangler 2 from 2001 and the Mangler Reborn from 2005. Right now. Mangler 2 here. All right, go ahead and kick it out. A teenage girl mistakenly downloads the Mangler 
2.0. Oh, geez. It's that easy. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a computer virus. <laughs> this is back when, ha- this is shortly after hackers, I guess, you know. Obviously. Everything's magic, you know. Yeah. A teenage girl mistakenly downloads the Mangler 2.0 computer virus into her high school's new state-of-the-art computer system, and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Uh, tagline, escape it. <laughs> Wait, Wait no, what? Not it. Hold on. <laughs> I'm the keeping that line, in. The tagline is "Escape before it rips you apart." My dyslexia skipped. Yeah, you just you skipped everything. You're just like <laughs> escape it. Like don't watch it. Don't. Yeah, pretty much. Don't watch it. Don't hear no. it. Don't listen. Don't write it. Don't think it. Don't yeah, watch just it. Don't do it. Yeah. The bye bye man. <laughs> this is directed by Michael Hamilton Wright. This is the only movie he has ever directed. God but, bless his hot little heart. <laughs> but he has written and produced movies such as, and now a word from our sponsor from 2013, mm-hmm. Dead of Winter 14, and Battle Drone from 2018. May he, has, may he rest in peace. Oh, did he pass? I don't know. Okay. I just don't want anything to do with him after this movie. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Story. (laughs) All right. So we have Lance Hendrickson is in this. Mm. He plays Headmaster Braden. Braden or something. Yeah. uh, He, you know, he's Bishop and Aliens, you know, Close Encounters of Third Kind, Damien Omen 2, Piranha 3. You don't have to go over all of it. Yes, I do. Shush. Pumpkinhead. Well, oh, Near Dark that I spelt wrong. Right, right. Um, and he was in Mom and Dad. I right. forgot he was in Mom this and Dad. This is the pinnacle of his career, by the way. <laughs> anyway, Chelsea Swain plays Joe. She was in The Virgin Suicides from 1999 and Tart from 2001. Okay. We have Philippe Phil- Bergeron. Philippe Bergeron, who plays the chef. Tom Bergeron. Is it, does he have a son? Wait, or would this be his dad? That's, so, no, this is no. It's not his dad. This is two thousand one. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not him. Sorry. Continue on. Okay. Thank you for checking. Yeah. Uh, he was in the Family Man. He was in Godzilla from nineteen ninety eight. Contact ninety seven. Rush Hour three mm. and Iron Man two. Wow, he was in a lot of shit. A lot of sequels. Um, Dexter Bell plays Will. He was in Scary Movie one, three, and four. He has also done voice work in animated series uh, such as Hot Wheels. These can't be big parts, right? No. Um, They're well, like, the, it's the like scary... the pothead in the corner kind of guy. Like, no, you know. the scary movie he was in, He, I remember him in, in the first one. Okay. Anyway, okay. We have Daniela Evangelista, who plays Emily. Mm-hmm. She was in Wishmaster 3, mm. uh, Pacific Rim, uh, Hybrids. Uh, she has been in two Nickelback videos. Get her out of here. I Get the know, fuck out of here. Yeah, I wouldn't know what those videos are. But I think okay. the guy who produced this and directed it also did Nickelback stuff. Oh, so, okay. They're probably all. Is it, is uh, it, are they that meme that's like, look at this photograph? I think so. That's the song. <laughs> that's like the only okay, song. Okay, so maybe that's all right. <laughs> you know what? I, I sold a Nickelback DVD one time. And I sold it for a lot. Oh, here, so there, yeah. There we had like, it. We got it from our well, pile of movies. Yeah, because that's when I was like selling physical media. Yeah. And I got a lot for it. So there's some Dude, like, diehard Nickelback fans live out there. Live anything sells for a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Will Sanderson, who plays Dan, 
Uh, he was in Blood Rain. Oh, he was shit. in House of the Dead, which we recently. I didn't watched. even recognize him. I didn't either. And Alone in the Dark from 2005. That's, I've got that movie. That's the Dollar Tree movie, right? It always pops up at the Dollar Tree. I don't know, but we got one. We got yeah, a copy somewhere. We do, we do. The budget for this film was four million dollars. Wow. Yeah. What did you think of? That's this? a pretty noble amount of money for a shit movie. <laughs> What do you think about it? Let's come on. Let's go. What's your thoughts? Let's go. All right. Worst movie ever. You know, when someone, some chuckle fuck watches a movie that is at minimum like a six out of a 10, honestly, like, well, this is not that movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is the movie I want people to watch when they say stupid shit like that. And it's not even the worst. That's the fucked up part. (laughs) this just goes to show you that people think they know what a bad movie is and maybe it is to them when they care you know carefully wading through easy seven or nine out of ten movies but when you're in a real horror fan and you actually are digging down in the trenches for shit for not just yourself but your listeners to watch for the sake of saying i fucking watched it you don't take the worst movie ever phrase very lightly Like, do you know what I had to do? Like, do you have any idea what I had to do? How many grandfathers I had to scrape the cheese off their dicks for to watch this movie? Anyway. Oh, my God. To even come close to the worst, just slightly close to the worst movie ever, you fuck butthead. Oh, so I guess you enjoyed this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. This is one that tries your patience when you watch it, for sure. Like, has has very little redeeming value and is just fucking boring. Like, tropes in movies can be okay when you really don't have the talent behind you. All you have to do at that point in time is try to surpass the tropes in other ways by, like, making it cool, having a better, like action or having more gore or having better looking actors or something right Mm -hmm. it's not that hard but this one just couldn't even do that they use the tropes and then it just it's like it felt like another movie you've already seen Mm -hmm. but just way worse um and i know i'm getting a little crazy i'm just i I don't know this movie upset me a little bit good i'm glad like day shift the movie that just came out on Netflix that I just did a review of, you should watch that review. Trust me on this one. Nice little plug there. It's 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 a review that I did on Netflix, and it's it's nothing new story wise, but everything else was really cool. Like they did the action, they did the fighting, they did all this other stuff that was really awesome. Do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, this thing had a four million dollar budget, probably spent on cocaine. <laughs> Back in two thousand one. Two, $4 million. Right. And it looks like it was shot on 100000 Like, no joke. In the 90s. <laughs> but probably they paid the bands a shit ton of money. I don't know what they did because they spent it poorly. And it looks like shit. The actors are pretty bad in it. It's almost like, and it's not even necessarily their fault, you know? Maybe the director was just like, yeah, that's good. You know, like, right. didn't even push them at all. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to blame anybody. Mm-hmm. Except who put money down on this. That includes myself for buying it at the Dollar Tree. You bought it. Or I bought it at the fucking, the shit bin in, in fucking Zia. Zia, Zia yeah. Records. I'm going to burn Zia down now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not really burning down Zia, guys. Okay. <laughs> 
even Lance Henriksen, who's got the best performance in this movie, probably he felt like he was rushed, like he just didn't want to be there. Like he knew that this one was going to stink real bad, Mm -hmm. but the money was good enough that he would tolerate it. So he just kind of rushed through his lines and kind of spilled out some fucking blah. But I don't know. He probably knew how fucking stupid this movie was going to be. And look, I know everyone wants to make a good movie, and I'm sure they had a fun time making this one behind the scenes. It just feels rushed, and it's like, uh, I don't really care about this movie. Let's just do whatever kind of movie. Like, they had too much money, and they were like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's really what it feels like. Like, they just didn't care. And the first one wasn't beloved by everyone, so, you know, why throw too much money at it, right? But at least it's Toby Hooper made a better story, and, you know, it was better shot. He made an attempt, even though it's, like, all over the fucking place, Mm -hmm. you know? It still has some value to it and has some stuff in it that is, uh, you know, pretty cool. You know, it's just not amazing. But this one goes even deeper into the shit category, the peanut-filled corn shell category talk about characters you don't like too they seem like characters that bad actors try to play when they don't understand characters who are actors that are playing those actors in the movie that doesn't understand characters (laughs) if that makes i guess (laughs) i don't know you know what i mean who are actors that are playing those actors in a movie that doesn't understand characters either you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Ah! Bug went in my mouth trying to lay eggs eggs in my mouth, as Bender would say. Uh, I don't know. The writing is just bad. I had a hard time making it through this one, and there is just far too much going on for me to even give a shit. It's like, hey, I like that other short story Stephen King did. Maybe we can twist his other story into making this one kind of like it. Talking about Lawnmower Man, which is exactly what it's trying to rip off in like the worst possible way, which that was infinitely better than both the short story and the first film. And it's terrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, as far as mainstream movies go, it's not a very... It, right. It was it was a big deal to me when I watched it as a kid, but You're as I've kid. gotten older and you rewatch it, it's like it it's pretty silly. Well, yeah. yeah, it's really silly. Uh but I still love it. Don't don't get me wrong. It's it's not even on the radar as far as this one's concerned. You know what I mean? Like they didn't even come close. Mm-hmm. But even after all this hate that I'm just sort of spewing out and I normally typically try not to and maybe I'm just having a bad day. I don't know. I don't think this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay? So pretty bad though it is like a 1.5 maybe a 2 i've seen shot on video movies that are better than this Mm -hmm. and i don't just mean creatively i mean altogether better (laughs) than this movie right more entertaining like i just couldn't i like it was like listening to chalk like your fingernails on a chalkboard when these people talk Mm -hmm. like you were like biding your time like please just let this movie be over right like it really is torture it really was (laughs) so i mean we we couldn't even have fun with it no we were not having that much fun we were just rolling our eyes and kind of like it was almost like it was like someone was jamming a fucking razor in her asshole the whole time (laughs) that's what it felt like this Put that on the box next time somebody puts that out on Scream Factory. Hit me up. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm just, I, it felt like someone was trying, like, I, I don't know. Like, they just were like, hey, I'll give it a whirl. You know, let's see what's happening. Four million dollars just really upsets me because there's so many. I know so many talented individuals that could use that money, just a million of it, and make a 10 times better film than that. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. 
Save yourself the time and the frustration. We took one for you and the team here. I mean, <laughs> do, if you see it at the store, burn the store down and hope that it never fucking haunts you again. <laughs> but yeah, this is for hardened vets only, people who love the worst of the worst, who have given up on life and just don't care and keep a shotgun next to their bed. You know, just <laughs> this is not for anybody who just kind of likes movies at all. <laughs> Christina, what oh. was your experience like? Oh, God. Well, you kind of summed it up, but I think there's a reason why you can't find this movie anywhere. You can't find yeah. it. It's not streaming anywhere. It's not for free anywhere. And if you notice, everywhere that they were, there's a burned store. Right. So that's... A burned store. Yeah. 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 It just... Imploded. You remember in the first movie, they were like, we got to destroy everything. So they were trying to cover the tracks. Right. Everything was horrible. The acting, the dialogue, the music. Uh -huh. Not to mention, there's no gore, there's no scares, there's no tension. There's a little gore, I thought. No. They always cut away. That's right. They alluded to it and then cut away. It was fucking annoying. There was boobs, though, right? Did we have boobs in it? I don't think so. I don't even think they had boobs. Nope, they didn't. Uh, it did make me want to watch Hackers from 1995 because they tried the whole hip it up thing. Oh, my God. And nowhere they, near. They had a they had a wannabe stained band. It was the band stained. We were trying to figure out who this band I'll was. I'll talk about it later, yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad that you know. I, actually I'll just tell you right now. If you, I'll tell you after you're done your thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh and then they used the whole like internet computer virus thing. Uh and they kept using the term Big Brother, which was like fucking annoying. Big brothers watching you. Right. The it's music was brother, terrible. The music was terrible. Uh the only thing that made sense wait. Oh, and the only thing that made this a sequel was naming the computer virus the Mangler, Mangler 2.0 version like, 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was it. That was the only link. Was hip the it name. up. Yeah. Hip it up. Uh, and then, okay, so usually I don't seek out, like, other people's reviews, but I wanted to see if someone, anyone said anything good about this movie, like, if anyone actually liked this movie, which is really hard to find. I had to dig really deep, but I found some. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God, Christina. So, so are you going to give them credit or so, who they are? Well, no, I'll just, I, the, from, That's like. That's not nice. Listen to me. From, like, the three I skimmed through, it mentioned the girl in the bikini, eye candy. Right. And I was high. <laughs> that's what the, that's what like the three good reviews mentioned. Okay. Okay. So I mean, that yeah. Oh, so you're not gonna read something. it? Okay. I no, thought I'm you were gonna, gonna read it. I'm, I'm just. Saying, I was like, we well, like, gotta know who it was. I wanted yeah. to see why people like this movie, and then like that was the three main things. Okay. okay. It was you know half scandally young women, of course. Yeah. And they were high, right? Okay. Yeah, I can't. Eat. Yeah. But yeah, I just can't. One out of ten. If one I, out of ten. If I give it a zero, I, I hope I we would. find we we find a zero in your why heart. Why do why the fuck do we own this movie? <laughs> I mean, because we wanted to see how far let's burn the it. rabbit hole goes. We should burn it. <laughs> I'm not burning it. It's a piece of like history. If, what know? if it's cursed? That's not history. It could be cursed. No one should know what this Maybe movie is. Maybe that's the mystery behind why you can't find it online anymore. It secretly does kill the ones that we watch it. <laughs> oh God! With boredom. See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't so even, let me tell ugh. you about the music, guys. The music was fucking terrible. The band is cool, like they're normal, they're typical. You know, it's typical stuff. But the music, and it was like, <laughs> it's terrible. Like it's like the wish, the wish version of the hackers' music. So I, I I did a little research. The name of the person who did the music in it, because I thought the name was a little sus. And it said, Ferocious LeFunk. 
did the music in this. And that sounds like a totally made up name. I'm sorry. Because they didn't want to be associated with the Right. Movie. <laughs> exactly. They were like, uh, yeah, I'll give you a track, whatever. I'll pay you a hundred dollars. Okay, right. fine. I'll give you a fucking track, but I don't want my name on it. Okay, please. I just need anything from you at this point. <laughs> so he was like, here, I'll just fart out a log on the fucking, you know, on disc for you. <laughs> so he did and or she did. And uh, this is the music in this, which it seems to be the only composition that they actually did. And it seems like they didn't want their name attached, like you said, but can't say that I blame him. But the band Sun Like Star, who's in the band, the Stained Wannabe band, mm-hmm. was all about that shit. They have their videos in the fucking thing. They made a music video. It's on the DVD. They we were like, it. holy shit, we're going to be in the Mangler, too. We're going to be in a movie. <laughs> and they st- nobody still knows who they are. Uh, you, you, if you look them up, they got more about us. They probably got less listens than my band. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know. Uh, but, you know, in my opinion, they just sound like a band that sounds like a generation and not their own thing. That's, right, exactly. that's the problem. That's exactly what it was. There's just a there's just nothing to make you go, oh, who is that? It's just like, oh, that sounds like and you yeah, just go, oh, I'm going to go like... listen to that band instead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I appreciate, you know, their stars not shining very bright, but it's done like a star, you know? Anyway, there is some trivia that we do have on this, and we're are we done are we done tearing apart someone's uh life here? Let's just uh let's just move forward so we can get through it. Okay. <laughs> so if you guys don't want anything spoiled, and trust me, <laughs> you're gonna want to spoil the shit out of this. Because <laughs> we're gonna be a hell of a lot more entertaining than this movie. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> yeah, unless you like watching people take shits for an hour and a half. I mean, whatever. Uh, but here's your warning. But this movie was only scored a 1.6 out of 10, which makes it the bottom 10 movies ever in IMDb's rating. Oof. I don't know how long ago that was written, but that was in the the review section. Mm-hmm. It was one of the only reviews on this one. Wow. Uh, Malcolm McDowell was supposed to play the lead part of the, the school whatever, and he oh. turned it down. But Lance said, hey, you know what? I mean, it's money. Right. Uh, so he uh, he picked it up. <laughs> He was like, well, uh, you know, your color, your money is same color as anybody else's. Um, But uh, they did this in 22 days. It took place entirely at a, you know, a recently decommissioned Canadian forces base, which they used as a private school scene in the movie, which, you know, everything was automated. Toby Hooper, of course, declined to direct the sequel to it, obviously. And why would you after the bomb that it was in the box office? Poor Toby. Um, I probably a hundred other directors turned it down, and that's why the producer didn't ended up directing oh, it. Oh, I see. Okay. But he had only written something else before. He wasn't like a producer yet. He oh. didn't become a producer until like two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. So right. technically, he was just some guy sucking it up and just getting the job done. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow they were like they like sold off the fucking copyright. They're like, here, just get rid of it. They were like, it's only a thousand dollars if you want to make a fucking Mangler movie. He's like, I'll make one, <laughs> and we can get a lot more money for it. And we'll steal the money, make a shit movie, and pretend like we used that much. That's why the producer was driving around fucking Ferraris and shit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, when uh, Corey Banks references silicon on the periodic table, there is no such an element. Silicon <laughs> is a compound used in breast implants, while silicon is the element on the periodic table used in computer processors. Oh, it makes sense. Cue the massive attack music from Pi. 
<laughs> uh, and that's pretty much it. Oh, there is one last thing. It's kind of weird. Uh, the one of the one of the people who actually. Oh, I didn't know this. The producer. No, I'm not going to make this bad joke. I was going to make a really terrible joke. I'm not going to do it. it. (laughs) Anyway, so do you want to talk about what happens? Like immediately we knew what kind of movie this was going to be. Oh, God. In the first fucking minute. Like they have the stereotypical jock, the stereotypical slut, the stereotypical everybody. And they have the token black guy. Right. Everybody was, was there. Uh, yeah. It he was... had the coolest death, by the way. Right. He had the only bloody death. Yeah, he did. Because he melted in the room when they, like, locked mm-hmm. him in there. Remember? Right. He, like, me- his skin melted off. Stupid. It's <laughs> weird. Um, Lance Henriksen really feels like he was dialing it in here, man. I bet. Almost like he was doing it under his breath sometimes. Yeah, because you could barely hear him. Sometimes. He's like, yeah, everybody, just listen here if you want to. Hey, you sit down over there. Actually, now you're going to have to stand up while I talk about this dumb movie. Right, while I <laughs> talk know? at this dumb movie. Yeah, it's like he was on a, he didn't seem like he was in a good mood. <laughs> I mean, he's a nice guy. I, I, well, he was supposed to be like a snooty right, but, uh, student. Mm, he was dialing it in, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. It was a paycheck. I don't blame him. I would have taken it. Fuck it. Right. That's where the budget went. And it was so stupid. Okay, so then, like, it's like, it's like they, all the students leave, except for these three who got disciplined, right? Right. So, of course, you know, there's killer on the loose now, but it's the computer virus thing that's coming to life and killing people. Right. It kills a janitor. It stabs him in the eye. Yeah, it's like a bad Siri gone wrong, you know? Yeah, it's just. It's like your house thermostat going, you know, like, what do they used to call those house smart houses? They still call them smart houses. Yeah, well, they're now they're on your phone and you're on your thermostat. Yeah, but they're it's not. still a smart house because it's the it, the things on your house. Right, I get it. Okay, it's not like, that what smart. What the fuck though. are you talking about? Don't give it so much well, credit. To, I know you still have to tell it what to do. They they basically tried to make a smart house fucking lawnmower man. That's that's essentially what they did. I forgot about lawnmower man. I forgot about that movie. We watched it as one of the. I think it was like our fourth episode. We watched it for VR. Well, I horror. didn't fucking watch. I wasn't here. VR horror. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah, so, but, yeah. um, that was six years ago, Alex. Six years ago. There was one death that was like really mysterious to me in the movie. That, like, this is like the inconsistency that you can, like, you know, figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the lady teachers is for some reason taking a bath and a shower at this place and she's doing laundry in the laundry room and she's in there drinking letting down her hair you know when, oh, when she yeah. hears something in the cabinet and she goes through all of them and there's lights behind them which you know looks authentic <laughs> um <laughs> like who puts lights in the cabinets like you know well they won't be able to see what's in them it's like nobody cares because there's nothing you looked in the fucking cabinets for anyway <laughs> um but she like looks in the cabinets and then she slips on some detergent in her hair and she like literally slips on like powdered detergent on the floor like some silly banana type dumb shit mm-hmm. uh, and her hair gets caught in some sort of towel dryer but it's like the washer and you don't really see it you just see a little bit of blood on her hair going into a press yeah one of those old school like old school where press, you press the th- where you you crank it right like the to... like the press in the fucking first movie only on a smaller scale oh I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's huh. what that was. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Oh, so this does relate back to the first movie. I guess that's the that's the tie-in. That's the tie-in. But they never see you never see that thing again. You know, it's like not part of the anyway. She that her head gets crushed, I think. I don't know. We don't we don't see it, so there's also this girl who's like a apparently a hacker. She goes she pulls a Tron. She goes if you if you've seen the movie Tron, not Tron, the first one, the second one, Legacy, uh-huh. which I actually really like that movie. Aesthetically, it's amazing. Right. Uh, Tron Legacy. Is it Legacy? I don't remember. Tron, the second one, the one that was like all futuristic and shit. And he goes back <laughs> oh, and they like. Which, which first futuristic Tron? Which futuristic Okay, Christina. <laughs> anyway, they go back. They go back to the fucking arcade, Flynn's arcade and shit like that. Anyway, what was I saying? Now you got me all fucking sidetracked. The girl hacker. Oh, yeah. She tries to hack into her dad's fucking business to try to to ruin his fucking his his lifelong career because he doesn't love her. He's not paying just, enough attention to me. Just like Tron. OK, he's sending me away to boarding school. Right. So she does that. And then an act of vengeance. Her dad sends her to fucking military school in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> And it's an automated system that they're just happening to test out in this fucking school. And putting an electrical fence around the school. Everybody's got cards, including her, and she's the only one with the skeleton key. The all access. Yeah. And so, you know, she's just kind of, I don't know, annoying throughout the fucking movie. She's annoying in the beginning. She's annoying throughout the movie. They're always getting into bitch fights all the time with the other girl. Do you notice that? Yeah. Over the stupidest shit. Like the dumbest shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's so stereotypical. Like, it's just so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like she goes and she's like, well, I'll teach this school. I'll teach my daddy. I'm going to go to this website full of hacks. So she's not even a hacker. She's a script kitty. <laughs> Someone designed the virus for her. And then she downloaded it and put it on the system for $20. I don't know how she did it. It must have taken fucking eight days to download <laughs> at that speed in 2001. <laughs> she had AOL or some shit, you know? <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know, man. Like, what else can we say about this I movie? I don't even Let's know. Let's talk about a couple of the kills and what happened or whatever. How did this... Oh, they had the wires moving down the hallway a lot. Oh, yeah, because that was the virus. Yeah, because the school's coming alive. And yeah. it's like, they just reversed, like, the wires coming down. Yeah, they, fil- <laughs> they filmed it with them, yeah, just... A reverse, uh, yeah. Uh, the sprinkler sprayed acid. Um... Oh, and, and she, by the way, the girl also just so happens to have created her own program a snowflake program where she could design oh yeah snowflakes that would be unique from one another it's like an algorithm that produces you know something that you know would produce something a new snowflake for every person and it would be different for everybody but it was such a big algorithm that it would shut down every computer and so they decide that they're gonna put it in this computer and i'm like i think we're already past that especially when you see Lance Henriksen like dolled up like a fucking Pinocchio right. that the computer sure. has taken over him. It, it possessed him. <laughs> the computer possessed him. And then he's like super sexual to all the girls too. Did you notice that? Yeah. It was what did creepy. he say to him? He was like, she makes it down to the headmaster and he's all connected to wires. And he's like, I'm here to procreate. She's like, I'll let you <laughs> if you promise to stop killing people. <laughs> and he's like, Maybe. 
And then he goes to kiss her and she's like, no, not like this. <laughs> and he's like, I kid you not. He says, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think he added that in? Do you think I have that? no idea, but it, was it was for the times. It was so funny. She's like, I have to give it to you. And I'll watch you how to create. I'll show you how to create life and we can create it together. And he's like, oh, okay. She's like starting with snowflakes. He's like snowflakes. She, he's like, hey, lay it on me. And then she puts the disc in like he's like a fucking idiot, dude. Like this thing's become sentient and it doesn't understand viruses at this point in time. You can't just let somebody insert a disc it's, into you. It's a parasite. It knows all about this shit. What the fuck? Anyway, she puts it in. And he's like, I love it. And then she stabs him and is like, eat this too, you piece of shit. <laughs> it's terrible writing. Uh, <laughs> they fight a bunch and Paul comes down to save her. She slams into him and goes flying back into the wires. And then he gets up slowly and starts puking out white shit. I'm like, come on, guys. We've already had like the Matrix. Bishop's already puked up uh, white shit from fucking Aliens oh, movies. I don't know if that's what they were trying to say or what. But yeah, he's like, he's all puking that shit up. I'm like, you're going to make Lance do that again? Fuck. And then they escape and a helicopter lands. It's her dad who says, you know what? I love you. And she's like, I love you too, dad. And he's like, no, I really love you. And this whole thing was for you. And she's like, oh, dad. <laughs> it was so cringy. And then... Afterwards, she's laying down on her PDA, okay, for you young bucks out there. Before we had, like, well, they had cell phone technology back then, okay, but it wasn't that up to date. It wasn't advanced. We had smartphones without the connectivity to the internet or the connectivity they to your phone. They were just cell phones. They weren't cell phones. No, it was just a PDA, Christina. Oh, no, that You're speaking for me, and I'm trying to I'm explain it. I'm just saying, it. like, everything was different, so you had a digital camera. And then you had a cell phone and then you right. had this a, was a, like a, a document PDA. file keeper. Yeah, it was, it was a, a file keeper that was black and white, kind of like your shittiest version of fucking the Amazon fucking yeah, reader. You, you keep your, your schedule and shit on. Right. There. That's what usually people usually used it for. Exactly. And you could like have an alert. It would be like a clock. Right. But that's all it was. And everybody had them. They were trying to make them cool or something. It was probably going out of business and they were like, hey, we'll give you oh, money. Shit, we got to pump this through. Yeah, they were like, we'll give you money for these PDA because they mentioned it like quite a few times they in the did. movie. So I'm pretty sure that was probably product placement. <laughs> but she she goes on her PDA and it says you've been mangled. And then the music kinks, it kicks in. It's like all you hear is a gunshot. And it's I think it was the director. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm oh, sorry. Trigger warning. That's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's terrible, dude. Terrible fucking. There's so many things in this movie that are just so bad. Like the pothead guy is like, he's like fully like buff. Like I thought he was a fat ass when he was wearing that white shirt in the beginning. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like being a, but he's like. He looks like a surfer dude, man. Totally a surfer dude. He talks like this. Like, whoa. <laughs> oh, I forgot. There was a couple of times in the movie where the chef was the comic relief in this fucking movie. Mm -hmm. And I, when I say comic relief, I mean what it's comic as in written, written comic on paper, not actually funny comic. Like it was like he has this whole scene where the fucking computer locks him in the freezer 
All right. But he gets saved and he doesn't die. Yeah. But when he comes out, the kids, the pothead and the fucking slut girl. I'm talking stereotypical, by the way, not that she's actually slut. Calm down, people. Um, (laughs) She's a fucking slut. Uh, but see, he comes out with fucking icicles on his face, dude. Like he's fucking, like, I'm like Mr. It, Cold no, Whistle. It's like Mr. Coming Down. Like fucking Mr. Cold Winter or whatever. No, it's he looked like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Remember at the end? Do you, have you ever seen the fucking Mr. The, 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 the Christmas movie where they have the fire guy and the snow yeah, guy? Mr. Frost or something. Yeah, and it was yeah. played by, what's his name? The big... I can't think of his name, <laughs> but that's what it looked like. He looked like that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I'm not thinking of your other thing. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm thinking of that claymation. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, I can't Rudolph, remember. The Red Nose Reindeer. Was it? No, it wasn't Rudolph. Uh, I think it was like the Happy New Year the abominable one. Snowman. Nope. That's Rudolph. The, the. It was the Happy New Year one. Okay. The New Year one. Or like the fucking one of those random fucking ones that didn't do so well as good as Red Rudolph or. Uh, Frosty the Snowman or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Whatever the fuck it was. But you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Just fucking point it out and tell me I'm stupid. I just can't think of it right now. But yeah, he's in it throughout the whole movie. And I thought he was going to be the one that saves the day. But no, he doesn't. Oh, he does live. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he live? Uh, I think so. No, he gets shocked. He gets killed. Oh, you get the electric fence got him. Yeah, because they decide that they're going to ram the fence like her bodyguard who dropped her off and kisses her on the forehead because he's like an uncle to her, apparently. A guy that gets paid to be her uncle. Uh, and he's like, it's kind of weird that your, like, best friend is a bodyguard. <laughs> just saying. It's like, uh, okay. okay. Like, what are you guys I trying to fuck? Or are you trying to be, like, daughter, sister thing? Daughter, like, what sister what is going on right? here? Like, I don't know. Maybe he's from, like, you know, West Virginia. Or I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Take me home. Anyway. <laughs> They try to ram the fence. It's electrified. The computer fucks with them, turns off the electricity, and then turns it back on when they're trying to climb over. Right. And kills, like, the bodyguard and the chef. That's right. She was the only one who survived. Right. Because daddy had to come and be like, I love you. Right. Which makes no goddamn sense. There's so many more unmemorable things. Oh, but we just don't want to talk about them. (laughs) No, Christina wants to... She's pushing me to go to the next movie right now. I'm so sorry. Um... But yeah. Which I don't even want to. <laughs> Tread lightly if you do find this movie oh. in a theater near you. Or in the theater near you. <laughs> Wait. Tread lightly. Be careful out there, folks. If you do see a copy of the Mangler 2 straggling out there, please notify the police and the firefighters and call your pastor. Maybe even get an exorcist because that shit. Ruin you. Tell everybody you. to leave the building and firebomb it. Okay. Not really in real life. In a video game. Not even in a video game. In made up reality. It's not real. It's not happening. Do I don't want to get sued. Why do we own it? <laughs> why? You're just being dre- dre- a little severe now. I know. I'm being what silly. I, what else am I supposed to do? You're mean. How dare you shit on someone's creation. Anyway, we do have another movie to watch, and this is the end of the franchise. Thank God. Ugh. Let's see if it was Lord. any better. I did the work on this one. This is Mangler reborn born the mangler reborn was put out in 2005 it's an hour and 24 minutes uh film so already it's looking up (laughs) a decade after the original massacre another man obsessed with his machine ends with several murders and possession (laughs) which which they in the beginning of the movie talk about what possession is like the i like the actual Mm -hmm. like definition 
like they're, they're trying to be cool about it. it's like i think we know what possession means like you don't have to be all so dramatic about it. right <laughs> uh, this is a movie that was directed by two directors matt cunningham and eric gardner both of which have actually gone on to do other things. Eric Gardner has actually worked on movies like Blue Hole, Monsterland he did a short in, and this other short called Hag. He did, like, writing for He seems to be a little bit more of a writer, whereas Matt Cunningham has done a lot of the special effects in movies like The Predator, Starship Troopers. But he also put out the movie The Spore, which I did a review on, actually. It's kind of like an anthology. It's a really low-budget one, but it has some atmosphere in it that I think he was doing a pretty decent job at. So he actually has gotten better mm -hmm. uh, than this one. And this one, I, I honestly don't think it was that bad. It's, it's okay. It's not great. But he also did another movie called Decampitated before this movie and then got hired to do this one. Oh. It's a very schlocky, mm -hmm. you know, tongue-in-cheek kind of thing. And he also did a movie called Three Demons. It's also written by them, too. Uh, so they did everything on this movie. And... So some of the cast, we have Amy Brooks, who plays Jamie. She's like one of the ladies in the movie. She was in Monster Man, uh, the original Monster Man. And she was in Days of Our Lives, Critters 3, you know, pretty young on. Mm -hmm. She did a couple of other things, you know, that weren't exactly huge or horror. Last uh, thing that she did was a movie called Close for the Season. Uh, and that was after the Mangler. She didn't really do too much work outside of that. But if you remember, Critters 3 is the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah. So she actually got to perform with Leonardo DiCaprio. Wasn't that his first movie? Was that his first movie? Uh, I remember. can't remember but, uh, if it was. Before Family Ties? I, I don't know, honey. I don't know about that. any of that stuff. Oh. I'm not that big of a DiCaprio fan. I don't remember. I, I like him a lot. I just don't know his stuff. I used to buy the... When I was a kid, those magazines in the uh, the grocery store, the heartthrob magazine, he was in that. So and we're I talking about this over him. Mangler, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I love it. We also have Reggie Bannister in this uh, movie who plays this character named Rick. You never even really hear his name because he's the father of some kid in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, but he is from Phantasm. He's the fucking uncle, the ice cream man. The He's the, like, hero of Phantasm, pretty much. Like, he's been in pretty much every single one of the movies, almost. Mm -hmm. Love him in there. He's always been a... Uh, I've just been a fan of his. He's been in other movies, of course, but that's the one everybody remembers him from. Mm -hmm. We also have Weston Blakesley, who is Hadley Watson, who was in Kiss the Girls, which is a pretty good movie. Pleasantville. He also did, which we need to pick up still, by the way. Uh, I just want to watch it again. He's been in another, a bunch of other stuff, like TV shows like Chuck, iCarly. He was in the movie The Devil's Tomb, which was uh, not a great movie. <laughs> uh, but he's been in a few other things. We got Scott Spicer, who plays Mike, the son of Rick, who has been in a bunch of different things like The Tick. He plays Overkill in Tick, by the way, if you're a fan. He was in NCIS. He was in Blue Bloods, The Orville. He's done quite a bit, actually. So, And we also have Juliana Dever, who plays Louise Watson, the, the, the daughter, who was in TV shows like Criminal Minds, Castle, 911, I never did watch that show, but you did watch Scandal, right? I did all of it. She was in Scandal. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, she played the girl Jolie, Jolie Loeb. Okay. If that rings a bell or anything. No. And then, of course, the mother, Mrs. Watson, who is played by Sarah Lilly. She plays Beatrice Watson. She was in 
Failure to launch Valentine's Day, Gremlins New Batch, the sequel. She was a reporter in the lobby. (laughs) Probably one of the ones at the very end when they're all like rushing in. Oh, yeah. She was also in The Collector and a few more. Christina, this movie was made on $200,000. Holy shit. That's not that much. Not at all, and it's a fucking lot better movie, too. Mm, Like, you have a, it's a hard, you know, when you have $4 million and you do it that bad this last movie, what did you think of this movie for $200,000? Well, maybe the Mangler should have never been reborn. Uh, Oh. Nothing new, nothing special. Oh, whatever. More questions than answers. You know what? Fuck you and the machine. But completely mediocre. And it made me sleepy. It made me sleepy. She was just in a bad mood. Um, I do think uh, this is more of a sequel than the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's better than the it's other one. It's a direct sequel, technically. Yeah, it seems like a direct sequel. But it was just a boring. It was boring. Okay. Um, there is this weird, tense music that really stood out to me and got my attention throughout the whole thing. It was That was different. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh. It does have a good ending. I did enjoy the ending, you okay. know, which we'll talk about. But I think maybe they should rename the movie The Mangler Reborn. Uh, <laughs> Jokes, Wow, bitch. that's terrible. Jokes. That's terrible. <laughs> I gave it a three out of ten. I think it deserves a little more. Okay, well, tell me why. So The Mangler Reborn is a movie that is flawed in many ways. Many ways, indeed. But after watching the sequel, it pales in comparison as far as boredom to me this actually has a story whether it be a big one or not this is pretty straightforward it's not it's kind of like um what's that movie don't breathe mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of don't breathe because it's just kind of like a simple concept very simple concept like nothing they try to do special. some tense stuff in it but it doesn't really pull it off 100%, but the effort is still there. Mm-hmm. And it, it it does at least, even if it's not suspenseful as they wanted it to be, it is still interesting enough to watch. Okay. So what I mean by that is that, well, this is a movie about a guy who has a machine. He starts killing people and then dragging him to his house. He's almost like a slasher in a lot of ways. And that's kind of the appeal in this movie in, all, in a lot of ways. Which makes sense. Right. They have these uh, robbers that break into the house to try to steal stuff from this guy, having no clue what is going on. And when they break in, they find out that there's all these women being fed to a machine inside. And this guy is turning into a machine or something. I don't know what it is. He is is the machine. He runs around. He kills people with a mallet. It's pretty fucking simple. The acting is probably twice as, uh, three times as good as the second movie. I agree. It's So it's way more tolerable. It's just not, you know, there's some gore in it too. Like they have a little bit of gore in this movie and they kind of like make an effort to try to, you know, spice up the fucking art department and like decorations. They they try to make it scary. Like it looks like they put some money into it and then just didn't just pocket it like the last movie, Mm -hmm. which it totally, I'm sorry, but I feel like they stole money. It seems like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they did it like. I don't know. Like, they were just, like, doing it to scam these guys. Right. Um, 
This one is way different. This one actually has some flair, some some talent behind it a little bit. These aren't the best guys, but, you know, I actually like Spore. There's some things in it, you know, from a smaller budget, like kind of indie uh, director standpoint, that's actually pretty good about this, you know, from both of those guys. They had somewhat of a vision. They executed it. They have some shots in it that are interesting. It's not really suspenseful. It's just a cheesy fucking movie that you could probably pop on and make fun of. I mean, for one, they chose a fucking rubber mallet for the guy to go around and knock women out. It's weird. Is I guess makes sense because he they were like, well, if you hit him in the head with it, you don't want to kill him, right? So, and I, I don't know why they needed to be alive for, for the machine anyway. Yeah, but, exactly. But you know, it's just you know, it's pretty straightforward. I just thought that the guy who played the killer did a really good job. Like as far as like this shitty movie that he had to take on, he played the role pretty well. Like, he looked like some cr- guy that had been possessed by a machine. Totally. Going around doing what uh, weird machine that comes to possess a dude's body does, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at all. It wasn't a bad watch. It wasn't as terrible as the other one. Uh, I would probably still give this, like, a 3.5, maybe a 4. But I don't think it's that bad. It's not going to be for a lot of people, like, who don't like to dig deep for sure this is going to be a bad movie for them they'll probably think it's a one until they watch mangler (laughs) 2 and you could watch these both of these movies by the way individually and not know a thing about the first movie and you'll be fine you'll be fine so just fyi um both of them just don't watch part two sorry just don't (laughs) don't don't do it burn the store down like we told you girl don't do it Oh, no. Oh, no. I, we did it. We yeah. did it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know. There's, you know, it's better acting. It's better everything overall. There's an actual story to follow. It's just not a really particularly great one. It has some pretty decent people in the movie, too. You know, seeing Reggie Bannister in it, which he doesn't, he kind of plays. He's like the same guy in every movie. Mm-hmm. hate to say it, but he just plays that guy. <sighs> Their logic in this one is kind of, and the editing could have been done a little bit better to make this one flow a little bit more, but they did well enough to make the movie go, I think. So Mm -hmm. yeah, 3.5, maybe a four, if I'm being nice, you know, it's just not, (laughs) man, so much worse movies out there than this. Mm -hmm. So, and it was just nice to see this after that other one. If it would have gotten worse. I don't know if I would have been, I would probably quit podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it a little bit more than me. You gave it a what? Three. A three? So we gave it a 3.25, maybe a 3.5 out of, of, yeah. Yeah. 10. Out of shit. It's not the biggest log in the bunch, but, you know, it's floating in there with it. It's just not, you know, Mm -hmm. not the bad part. Right. It's like, you know, there's a banana half eaten a banana inside the toilet bowl with the log of shit. It's just not the log of shit. (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense at all. Somehow it's twisted enough to make sense. Uh, But yeah, so we we do have trivia on this one. um, And uh, there isn't a whole lot on it, of course. You know, I just had to dig around a little bit and... uh, you know, we'll get into that if you want to find the timestamps down below. You can get to the end of the podcast where we tell you what we're going to watch next week, which I think yeah. 
Next week's is going to be a lot better. Yeah, well, it should. It better be. Yeah. These are newer movies that we're going to be doing next week, so it'll it'll kind of make up for la- this one. But hopefully we've been entertaining, guys. But if you don't want anything spoiled for this movie, this one I wouldn't mind. You know, this one isn't a terrible movie to watch. It's up to you to whether you want to listen or not. If but, you like to sleep. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I do. But uh, if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. Amy, the girl who played Jamie, was in the first, she was in the first Monster Man. Which is actually a pretty good movie, by the way. And uh, I would really like to pick it up. They have it on Blu-ray. You can get a copy of it now. Have you reviewed it? I think we did back oh, okay. in the day. It's kind of like um, a comedic um, wrong turn movie. Oh, okay. That leans a little heavier on the Texas Chainsaw vibe and a little bit more on the goofy hijinks. Okay. There is some funny comedy in it though but they you know it's like a whole group of people take a wrong turn they pick up a girl who's part of it somehow and like everybody's like eating people and it's got a lot of practical effects and stuff in it but the comedy's pretty fun it's about a guy going to a wedding he it was in love with a girl who's getting married and he never ever told her that he loved her mm-hmm. and so he's kind of regretting never telling her and then he meets a girl on the road that he falls in love with but the story gets completely wild after that Mm-hmm. And it completely derails into something else. Oh, geez. So it's like it was like it was trying to take the piss out of that story anyway. But it gets crazy. Violent. There's a monster truck in it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's got that guy. Okay. Have you ever seen Not Another Teen Movie? Um, I don't think I have. You've never seen Not Another Teen Movie? No. Okay. So there's a guy who plays... 16 Candles. You've seen 16 Candles. You know yeah, the guy that's always making her the tapes and he's giving her the tapes and he's Ducky? like... Ducky? What's his Ducky, name? Yeah. yes. The guy who plays the spoof version of Ducky in Not Another Teen Movie, mm-hmm. he's got like red hair mm-hmm. and he's always trying to tell Jamie that he loves her. Janie, sorry. That he loves her because Janie's got a gun. Oh. Which Captain America was in that movie before he became big. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, okay. he there's a scene in it where he puts like whipped cream over his dick and he's standing there nude. Oh my God. <laughs> but anyway, the guy with the red hair who plays the ducky spoof version is in this movie with another like a fat or like big comedian, kind of fat guy comedian mm-hmm. who's actually pretty funny in this movie. It's a little spastic at times, but I honestly really like it. And apparently they were going to make a sequel because she was going to be in it again. Uh-huh. And I think she was the the girl in the movie. She was like one of the people that I think it was either the girl was getting married or something, but she was going to be in the sequel. Oh, okay. And as well as the first one, you know, because she was in that one. So was there a sequel? Nope. Oh, never made one. But I wish they would have because I think that's an unsung hero. Oh, the guy who plays Hadley in this movie, by the way, he doesn't even like horror films at all. And that's that's pretty impressive. I think he's really good behind the mask. He He played the killer. Yeah. Yeah. He played it really well. Yeah. He was really good at being just creepy. And it's weird because in the movie, you see like they, 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 they pan across pictures to kind of tell the story of the family and how like happy they are and it's how a everything. normal family. Yeah, it's just an order. They're like making faces in the picture. And then the, and the, as they're going through the pictures, it's a really good shot, by the way. They go into the dining room where the, the, the husband and the wife are sitting there arguing. When are you going to get a job yeah you've been here for a whole fucking week you haven't yeah you haven't worked he's like yeah i need the money is that all you say when i ask you something like that is and he's like yeah why don't you get a job why don't you get a job so i can work on my machine yeah that's what it <laughs> that's was what, that's pretty much what it, that argument but was. yeah like i thought you know he does a good job of like the two dynamic the like nice and kind of you like harmless kind of guy but also 
I don't know. Well, you didn't really see him as the nice, harmless guy because they immediately went into him arguing. Well, in with the his pictures, wife. I'm saying you can kind of see like, and like, even in his interview, he just, just seemed because like a nice it, guy. Because it slowly eats at you until you snap. <laughs> yeah, and his wife in the movie, the the lady Sarah Lilly played. This was her first horror film that she ever did. Oh, okay. And she actually was friends with uh, the guy who ha- uh, that plays Hadley. Oh. And she was like, oh, he's perfect for this fucking role. Nice. So they were friends for a long time before they did that. So I guess it was just, just happened to be one of those things. So, mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it for the trivia. I didn't really have all that much more on it. I did uh, watch the disc and some of the extras and stuff. Didn't really have that much in there. They were just kind of having a good time, goofing around, mm-hmm. making jokes with each other and stuff. Seemed like a fun set. Uh, to work on just creating content for the dvd extras right exactly (laughs) you could tell they were exhausted the day they they were going to shoot this early 2000s that was a big deal to have extras on the dvds right you pay more for well apparently decapitated was like a short film i think Mm -hmm. i don't know but they weren't used to working on a you know, oh, a bigger a, a set. bigger set so it was really exhausting for them so you could just see that they were just like Ugh. and you get in this mode where you're like work 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 <laughs> maybe they should have spent some of that money on some cocaine yeah some cocaine <laughs> who wants a fucking pussy cocaine like, like the last movie yeah. who wants a pussy riot <laughs> <laughs> they sprinkle cocaine on some girl you know like Jesus, I wasn't going that far. I don't know. That's just what I'm saying. Like the, the debauchery and the like, kind of like mentality Jesus. of people that do shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Um, Christina, do you want to kick it off with any uh, kind of fond memory? Well, we just explained like the beginning part, and then it, then like oh, the credits run, and tell what happens before the shower. What, before the shower, that's what though. I was gonna do. So a lady like comes home. She has a box. She obviously got fired from her job. So she had a box full of her stuff. She comes home. She puts a box down. Her husband's standing there with a with a suitcase because the husband's leaving her. Because I thought it was funny because they were trying to like talk it out. And then the phone rings and he's like, no, don't do it. And I automatically was like, oh, well, if that was a cell phone, yeah. like like she'd be on it all the time. Right. So, of course, she goes and she answers the phone and then he just leaves. And then she's like, no. So then she goes into the shower to cry. So they <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me, me set the stage. You like reveal everything right off the bat. Well, why not? Because like first they go oh upstairs. The camera goes upstairs. It goes up slowly. And then it's this sexy time. They go up and they make it like this sexy thing or kind of like maybe like a Norman Bates kind of thing. It could be either or. It's like this. You see her behind the shower thing and she's showering and then they show her breasts just obligatory breasts right in the just right out of the open and that was it and then and then it pans up to her and she's bawling (laughs) what the fuck I mean, I'm not being serious. I'm just saying stereotypically. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, was I like to make fun of stereotypes because I think they're funny. Uh, but yes, that is very, that is very like, okay, I felt guilty for watching that scene. You know what I mean? Like, and I didn't even enjoy it. But it's just like a weird mood shift when you're like going straight from boobs to full on crying. See, that wasn't me because she had all this shit 
just happened to her and then it was like bam it's her boobs for like i don't it was like two and a half minutes her boobs and then boom she's crying it was like what was the point of this <laughs> I, I, I don't right know here? but it made me feel uncomfortable what like, was the point of this like what was the point of this and then she walks downstairs and the plumber is just there because it's the, it's the it's hadley leak, guy it's leaking everywhere i don't know what's going on blah, which blah, makes blah. no sense yeah it's like okay you just walked out of the shower and the plumber's just there okay so he goes and he i guess he starts you know trying to fix it she goes and gets dressed okay because she's in a robe Well, because he's staring at her all weird well she's standing there in a robe no it's not why he's staring at her he's staring at her because he's possessed possessed. thank you but yeah eventually he uh he hits her he hits her with a mallet the rubber mallet right yeah but she she gets up and she tries to escape and she like crawls outside right and he's like Dude, she's a fighter in this which i like yeah actually. i i i did too and that the neighbor's out there mowing the lawn so he can't hear her screaming no, no no no, you missed the part they get she he hits her in the head with a mallet and she struggles and fights her way to get out she goes up the stairs, goes, and then he tackles her again, hits her on the head again, and then she grabs her fucking, one of her, like, uh, like fashion pumps. Oh, the shoe, her heels. Yeah, she's got a pair of heels, and she jams it into his ear mm-hmm. all the way in, all the way in. Right. And he's like, oh, and he pulls it out. No big deal. <laughs> then there's this whole comical scene where... He goes outside. There's a guy mowing the lawn, not looking at him with his back turned to him. And the only time he turns is when it's clear. But the whole time they're hilariously putting a bag over something. What yeah, was she her. doing? What was her arms doing? Did you notice that? Yeah, I think they were just trying to make it so it looked like she was moving in the bag. That's all. It seemed weird, didn't it? Like, why was she? Ha- why did the top look like it did? Like, I don't she know. She was probably moving her head around. I don't know. It looked like she had her arm. It almost looked like one of those, like, you know, air dancing things on the uh, at the car lots in nope yeah exactly in nope anyway i just i'm making jokes here guys don't take anything i say seriously okay (laughs) we always laugh when we watch these scenes in movies okay then two guys are are uh, smoking in a car, and I guess it's a it's a dad and a son. I thought they were police at first. I didn't know who I they did were. Too. I did too. That was a little bit confusing until the dad went up to the house, and they were obviously going to go rob the house. Right. The, the funny thing is about that whole situation too is they're having this moral dilemma with each other about being a good parent and about smoking and not smoking and being good and this and that. And then they reveal that they're fucking thieves directly yeah. after. Yeah. It's like the kind of the irony that they're. Trying Trying to like paint there that just didn't deliver really well. Right. So they're Christians. <laughs> right? Some Christians, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't want to be completely rude. We have friends, you know. Like That's fine. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Move it along. God damn, Christina. <laughs> oh, wait, did I just <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but yeah, they're they're like father and son, and Reggie Bannister is like he he uses like he's like smoking a cigarette, and then he's arguing with his son. He's like, I quit smoking. If you know that, if you were a good father, if you actually cared about me, and it's like, good father, you're out there casing a fucking house. You know what I mean? Like the irony behind this is just ridiculous. And of course, it's written that way intentionally. Right. This could have been a better scene, I think, if they. I don't know. Practiced yeah. it a little bit more, but it wasn't. It doesn't matter anyway. It, it, it just could have hit harder, is all I'm saying. Right. Well, they're both going to die anyway, so it really doesn't well, matter. Well, I didn't think they were going to die. Reggie, I didn't either. Reggie's Bannister. I was like, really? He's in this movie and he's going to fucking die? Right. And he did. 
Mm-hmm. But like he goes in and they're just back and forth on the radio, which I thought the radio was going to cut out because I thought it was like supernatural because the mangler, the first mangler is kind of supernatural. Oh, yeah. They should have had him like come. The mangler 2.0 should have came in. Yeah. The walkie talkies. You know? Right. Yeah. He's on his cell phone and all of a sudden the fucking what is it? The snake game comes to life. <laughs> <laughs> market, market, market. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know if that's the noise it made. I'm just making noise. <laughs> Anyway, so the the dad gets in the house and he starts rambling around. He finds a drawer and there's a bunch of cell phones and wallets in it, right? Okay. Which is like sus as fuck. Like immediately I would have been like. Well, he was. He was suspicious. He he didn't. He said he didn't feel something was right. Well, he's pocketing all the money for like after the fourth wallet. He finally (laughs) goes, wait. This is this is a film. It's all different ladies. That's kind of weird. Then he hears what's her face. Uh, calling for help because she's locked in a room for some fucking reason and I, I'm sorry I hate to jump ahead but it, something that really frustrated me about this movie is like he, he immediately put every person into that machine except her except who that girl oh yeah I don't know the girl he took from the, the girl that could have been saved seven times the shower the shower crying in the shower girl oh yeah well she was the main star yeah but like what? There was no rhyme or reason for what he was doing. He, he was just literally grabbing whoever was a convenient at the time. Reggie, Reggie went in before all the people that were there before him. Right, and so of course the the mangler guy, the plumber mangler, comes home and uh, grabs the dad guy, finds him in the house. So right, he hits him on the head. Yeah, hits him on. Well, no, no, he doesn't even hit him on the head. He just throws him up against the wall twice. Right, and then starts bleeding out of everything, out of his eyes, his mouth, his everything and i'm like what is going on well they had to put the blood somewhere is he that fragile or is that guy that strong because it doesn't make i think he's that strong because he can't even die he's like a michael myers you know right he did get stabbed in the head so i mean i thought that was that was it for him i thought it was curtains for him no because you know the ending of course that's not it for him at all but hadley got back up and he got back (laughs) into the game you should do the rest of the movie no no thank you he did get scratched at one point in time, which was interesting, and then, like... Oh, the girl scratched him, didn't she? Right, and his face, like, starts to get infected, and he, like, picks it off. I thought he was going to eat the piece at first. And I'm sorry, that make It was bad, like, the makeup, the scratch. <laughs> it was totally latex, you could tell. It was latex with foundation and blood wait, over it. Wait, gore is made of latex? <laughs> Holy shit, I don't know what the... Well, usually, it looks a little bit better than that. Oh, come on, it dude. Looked, it looked like Halloween Whatever, makeup. he's a fucking... He's a machine. I am a machine. Yeah, I am the machine. machine. So, come on. None of this shit is real. You're going to take that and use it as your fucking... Oh, pure garbage. At least it had gore. It's true. It's true. You know what I mean? That's true, but I still didn't enjoy it. Okay, well, I think you're being a little too picky on this one, but... Um, I'm allowed to be, sucker. Anyway, uh, there's like a scene where Hadley goes into the basement, and he's like petting some tubing, and he's like, good things will come. And then he mallets one of the ladies upstairs and drags her down. And, a different one. Yeah, which was like a weird scene. And then he goes and has a bowl of fucking whatever. Blood. Whatever woman he just threw in the machine or whatever. Some meat blood. Yeah, he's like, every time like someone goes in there, he just has a nice little bowl of, of human. Mm-hmm. It's just the blood. All the extra bone and fragments and shit like that get thrown mm-hmm. into the basement. But all the blood is kept. Right. Which is weird. 
There was like this scene too where they were trying to break into the door upstairs to save one of the girls. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he must have reinforced it. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, buddy. Right. Yeah. And like the way he hit the door was like so pussy. I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> like I could kick a door harder than that. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Put you exactly. back into it. <laughs> anyway, um, there was this part where Mike, the son of Red, of Reggie Bannister or whatever, he goes in, tries to save everybody. That's when he tries to bust in the door and everything like that. And then Mike sees like an attic hole because he can't get out. Everybody gets locked in. Everybody that goes in can't get out, except the phone is downstairs and nobody can use it for some reason, which doesn't make any sense. But Mike sees an attic hole and he climbs up in there and uh, Hadley, um, there's a scene where he and his daughter, come, she comes to the door coming to say hi to her family and then some guy's like hey Mike it's Mike on the other side screaming for her to get help Mm -hmm. and then so he knocks her out and then brings her in and Mike goes up that was when he was in the attic but he throws her on the floor and he locks her and then goes into the bathroom to remove the loose skin from that his face that's that part and he's basically like rotting I guess this is part of the story about him I I wasn't this is why I didn't mind it because I was thinking about the lore aspect of that mm-hmm. so mike convinces him to go to the hospital and they go and then hadley lets them all go and doesn't die from the infection or doesn't seem possessed anymore and they all learn a big lesson and then the movie just ends that's it <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i know you were saying i'm like what the she's like what are, what are you going with yeah i didn't <laughs> Did I fall asleep? Did I miss that part? No, but they use the attic a couple of times and he needs to get the keys and he goes over while Hadley's sleeping in the corner, like snoring and he steals his keys and then then he might gets killed, thrown in the machine and the keys drop on the floor and he grabs them. But he unlocked the door so the girl could get out and the girl has like, it's just so much back oh God. and forth. And then did the daughters, then the daughter showed she up. She goes in to save the daughter and then they drop the keys on the ground. Which is like, you stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And then the daughter, the funniest line in the movie, one of the second funniest line in the movie, she was like, that's my dad, though. Yeah, well, he has a funny way of showing you he loves you. (laughs) As as they're in a house with literal blood handprints everywhere. A meat machine in the Mm. other room (laughs) that he's drinking blood from. And she doesn't get it yet. She's right. still like tussling. Well, I mean, that's kind of hard. You know, I understood. I understood. I don't know. I think if once I got knocked out by my parents, I would not uh, be too keen on anything they did after that. I right. You know, what and they locked think? me in a room, you know. Yeah. And then so he comes and he bashes her head and she takes the daughter of the machine. Chucks her in. And not the other girl. Like, I don't understand, like, how this other girl's still alive. He's Which, like waiting to the last minute. By the way, what is up with the machine? It has all like six to eight arms. It's like it's like, and they're just stabby arms. They're knives. There's yeah, knives on the knives. end, and they show it puncturing the the people as they're going yeah. up this this like two foot conveyor belt. <laughs> it's enough to hold their weight. Most useless machine. But, but the way they shot it, it was like it was like fifteen miles long. You know what I mean? Right. Like. And it's like these knives are like chink, 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 sticking inside of them. And then it sticks. It's like, it's, I don't know. It just shows them sticking in the side. Why does it do that before it chews them up? I don't know. You know, it's just some like weird creative choice, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that was the scene. Yeah. You know, we got to see the whole machine. I don't know. 
I thought it was kind of cool. Just how they like they put some effort into it. There was a scene though before she gets thrown in that was really funny when she tries to get away. The daughter, mm-hmm. and she, she hits him in the. She gets hit in the back of the head with a two by four that he climbed up in the attic to get, mm-hmm. and it had two nails in it, and it stuck in the back of her head. So when she was running around, it was like stuck to the back of her head. So you just see this board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sticking straight up in the oh, air. That's right. It's because weird. the two nails are in the back of her head. I thought it was great. <laughs> it's just, it's just an unappreciated little thing there, you know. Like they, they, he pulls it out later. It's like nothing, a nothing burger then. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really funny. And then the other girl, she goes down the waste hole for all the parts that, that the jugs of blood don't catch. And, and Hadley stuffs his daughter. That's when he stuffs her in the machine. She slides down to the basement and he hears her scream and goes down the basement Mm -hmm. and then she climbs back up which is like oh my god it's like they're trying to stretch this movie out or something i don't know but he comes down and he tries to climb back up the pipe so she she leaves goes back up the stairs and she gets out of the pipe and she has the key in her hand and to try to unlock it and it's and then it's like mallet time he hits her in the head Thank God. He lays her on the conveyor belt. And lays with her. And then, like, she gets free or something like that. And she's like, fuck you and your machine. He's like, I am a machine. I am the machine. (laughs) I am the machine. Like that. Yeah. And doesn't he grab her again? And then they both go down into the thing. I think there was two different endings because I was watching them. I think they might have. I don't know. He both goes in the machine. But if you pay attention to the beginning of the movie, he kills his wife because he fell in the machine. Remember? He he cut his hand and then it started eating it. And he was like, holy shit. It's like sucking up into the machine. And then it grabbed his arm and then pulled him in. Right. That's how he got. He got possessed. Right. It like reassembled his body. Right. And then when he went back with the machine with her and his and its clothes, by the way, when they both went together, then he just, you know, he doesn't die. Right. Because at the very end of the movie, I was like, I was like, oh, they both get killed and chopped up in the machine. Sweet. I was like, but wait, we see Hadley upright and not in a blue water jug filled with his blood. It's him ringing the doorbell of another victim with his mallet in hand. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh shit oh, this continues great. but i did like the ending because everybody died it's nice i right. like i like those kinds of endings like a you know i won't never mind i won't say what movie because i don't want to spoil it i don't think they were ever gonna there might have been a sequel after this but they just changed the name good idea <laughs> but i can't imagine that this franchise has got much much like pool yeah i almost feel like this movie could be remade into a better movie if you i were, feel that too like if you were to like just set the write mangler a, shit aside. Yeah, write a better script. And write, yeah, like write a. I don't know because it has like elements of that. Like, what was that movie Thirteen Cameras? You remember that guy? No. The creepy dude that puts up all the fucking cameras in his house or whatever. He puts up security cameras and he like abducts some girl or something is like that. that. The one with Robin Williams? No, 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 no. Or Jim no, no, Carrey? No, or this something? is not that old. This is like within the 2010s. Oh. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're going back to the 90s. Like, what's going on? I don't on? know. It's all the same now. <laughs> it's not all the same. That's like 20 years ago, dude. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it. All right, old lady. You going to go play some pickleball now? I, I, yes, I, I need to go get me some tea. Okay. Go get me some tea. I need my moo-moo. All right, guys. So, yeah, that's that's our thoughts on those movies. And it, it shows because a couple of people wrote in our comment section letting us know what we were watching next Ouch. week. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah, there was a couple of people that were really like, oh, man. Like, they were, like, worried about our safety. 
<laughs> so appreciate that. Yeah. Good looking out. But next week we are going to be doing a uh, newer movies. Newer movies. Hopefully they they are fair better than uh, the these uh, particular ones. Um, it wasn't all bad for me personally, but you know it was bad for me. That's fine. You sometimes wait is a waste of a week. We had sometimes you got to deal with them. But next week we are going to be talking about the Black Phone from 2021. It just came out here this year. It's on Peacock for rent. Or, or, for or for rent, you know, if you want to rent it, you can rent it. But or if you have Peacock, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. I would prefer that because you, you can, I think you can even get a trial of Peacock. Right. You might as well, if you're going to look to watch this movie. And we're also going to watch Moloch, which is from 2022 on Shudder. Uh, yep. Moloch is a movie that I didn't get to watch and do a review because I kept having sleeping issues. But, oh, but you tried. I, I have heard a couple people talk about it, good and bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious to see how it is. So I just wanted to pick two different movies. Uh, Black Phone, I heard a lot of mixed things about. Like, I heard a lot of people say it was amazing, and then I heard other people say it was shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, don't know it's controversial in some regard. I don't know why. But, yeah, we're going to check them out, tell you what we think about them, find some trivia if we can, if there is any trivia for these movies yet. Uh, obviously the discs aren't out yet, so we can't really get them to tell you anything or there isn't really trivia about it. So, but we'll try to find as much as we can and let you guys know about it. But thank you guys so much for coming by this week, especially this week, because this is, this is one that we were kind of like, Oh fuck, man. What are we going to do? We got to be funny. We got to be really funny. But I think, you know, when, uh, times get tough, we pulled through on this one. I think this is a fun episode to talk about. Actually, I think you're right. Especially talking about the first one. Oh. <laughs> but Christina's just in no mood with these movies. She was not happy. Uh, so no, I don't give her patience. some love. Let her know that she's okay and that she's not living inside the I'm mangler. living in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living in hell. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Let us know what you think about those movies if you've seen them and uh, what you think about the new movies we're going to be talking about. Uh, the special password for this week is... Machine. I am a machine. I know I am the machine. But anyway, thank you guys so much for coming by. And as always, long live the voice.